we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the Word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me. Because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. Broadcasting live. The stars are brightly shining, it is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining, till he and so felt its worth a thrill of hope the weary world rejoices for yonder place a new and glorious morn
Christmas Eve. Look at that. Thanks for joining me today. Merry Christmas Eve. Not happy. Merry Christmas Eve. Yes. Merry am, Christmas. I'm crying too. Happy holidays. That was a beautiful song. Absolutely beautiful. My favorite song. My favorite Christmas song. Well, second favorite. We'll actually finish the show with my favorite Christmas song. So, how's everyone doing this Christmas Eve? Y'all having a great day? Good morning? You ready to go? Ready for Christmas? We're not. Everybody's sick. My mother's sick. So no, uh, she's not coming. They're not coming for Christmas Eve dinner today because she's still sick. The kid's still sick. I'm feeling better. So we're having a friend's Christmas Eve because the family can't make it. I mean, outside of the kids. So that's fine. We had a one of our friends pop in last night, actually. And uh, she and I were talking, you know, it seems like no one's in the Christmas spirit this year. And I think it's because, and as she stated, because deep down, we all know that this isn't really Jesus's birthday. This isn't when he was born. It's nice to celebrate his birthday, but it's not his birthday. I don't know when his birthday is, but we're all going to find out soon. I'm not going to play any uh, Brother Matt for you this morning. We'll save the, he didn't have any new messages and we'll save the continuing of the, um, his other prophetic messages for tomorrow. 
because I'll do the good book tomorrow as well. That's normal. But I did have a conversation the other night with Gabriel that I wanted to share with y'all. I made notes afterwards and wrote them down. So the first trumpet will sound on Jesus's real birthday. Again, I don't know when that is, but we're all going to find out. And I don't think it's tomorrow. And the veil will lift just a little bit. It will lift more with each trumpet that sounded. All seven of them. And by the time it's fully lifted, y'all will have seen things that your minds can't even comprehend right now. Things you never want to see. And yet we will. Remember, remember Lot's wife. I know we haven't gotten that far yet, but that's the one story in the Old Testament that Jesus tells us not to forget. Remember Lot's wife. Don't look back. Set your feet as a stone. Do not scurry. Do not panic. Do not run. Don't look back. So... Here's what's coming from what I've gleaned. The plagues will come first. They've already started, by the way. This pestilence that's going around. It's already coming. The plagues will last four years. I don't know if that's the number four or if it's the preposition four, but I was told the plagues will last four years. I think it's the number four, but I'm not sure. Pestilence, locusts, frogs. And I joked, well, we already have a plague of frogs. We literally lived on a pond. We have frogs here all the time. Nope, not like what we're going to see. Not falling out of the sky. Sometimes they seem to fall out of the sky because they like jump off the roof onto you and stuff. But no, these will actually fall out of the sky. And uh, wars too. And I think they'll run concurrently with the plagues. So we all know we're waiting for this uncivil war to begin. And it will begin soon. World war. Nuclear war. And war against the machines. Because if you remember, when was Skynet activated? Uh, April, according to the original timeline? The original timeline. April 26, 1997. April 26 or April 24th? 24th, sorry. April 24th, 1997. Now... Obviously, we're well past 1997, but April 24th. Anyway, you know, Gabriel is not the only, we are not the only ones that Gabriel speaks to. Although he tells him and occasionally me, although I'm a big pain in the ass, more details than he tells everyone else. But it seems like no one is worried. Except for us. No one's worried about what's to come. And you should be. Because a lot of people won't make it. Be worried. Of course, it's too late. It doesn't matter now. There's no turning back. And he told me that if we had done something differently when he first came to us two and a half years ago, then maybe we wouldn't be here right now. Then maybe we could have changed something. We could have stopped it. 
But I'll be honest with y'all. I didn't want to stop it. What, we're going to kick the can down the road for another hundred years? Let our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren deal with this problem? Would they even be equipped to deal with it? Look how soft our kids are now. How much softer are their kids going to be? A generation of idiots depending on technology. We are the last feral generation. We are the last generation that is equipped to survive and to teach the next two generations and three generations how to survive. So no, I didn't want to, I didn't want to stop it. I didn't want to forestall it. I didn't want to kick the can down the road to our kids, to our grandkids, to our great grandkids. Just do it now. Bring Jesus back. Set the world right. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a lot of trauma. A lot of people are going to die. And yet more are going to be saved. And if we can save a few souls now, your bodies don't matter. There is no end. It's your soul that's eternal. Don't worry about the things that can kill your body. Worry about the things that can kill your soul. Because that's what's important. You need to give your soul to Jesus. Not just your body. That's how we live forever. We also spoke about free will. Why did God give us free will alone? God gave us free will because he loves us best. Second best. And he wanted that love returned freely. But we forgot about him. All he asked is that we don't forget about him, but we forgot about him. We turned our backs on him. So while he still loves us best, we deserve what's coming. You ever heard of tough love? Y'all are about to find out what it really means. Remember when we're all learning this lesson, God still loves you. If he didn't, he'd let us rot. So, but today we are celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ, whether or not it's his actual birthday. This is the day that we have designated for that little bit of remembrance that we still hold, even though we've watered it down with pagan rituals and all these other things that have nothing to do with Jesus. There's just a little bit, a little bit of Jesus left in this world. And that's what we need to hold on to. So, you have anything you want to add to that? No? <laughs> I always start off the good book as the mother of the apocalypse, <laughs> even on Christmas Eve. It's a joyous message from Joyous. I was just sitting there in reverence of your joy. You know, I, 
I came on this morning because you made the point about, you know, I'm not giving any gifts this year, neither am I, uh-huh. but I'll give you time. I've never sat in on this with you. So I said, screw it. Yeah. Christmas, we might as well do it together. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Come on. Let's start with a prayer before we get into reading about the birth of Jesus, because we're going to skip forward a little bit, obviously. So, and I know you've not listened in on this before, babe. I will tell you, I'll tell all of you. When I pray, unless it's a formal prayer, I do not end my prayer with amen. Not out of disrespect, but because I'm not done. I don't want God to think that I'm done talking to him. I'm not. I talk to him all day long. Amen is a formal ending to a prayer. My prayers continue all day long. So unless it's a formal part of a prayer, you won't hear me say amen. Because I'm not done talking to him. Whether or not he's done listening to me is a whole nother story. (laughs) But I'm not done talking to him. So, dear God, thank you for sending us your messengers for showing us our path, for giving us the strength and energy to do everything we need to do to to prepare for your return. Thank you for bringing everyone together to listen to your word every single day. Thank you for giving us the ears to hear, the eyes to see. Thank you for my husband, my family, my children. Thank you for our animals who show us every day what it is to live for you alone. Thank you for sending us your son to teach us about what love really is. We may have forgotten most of that lesson, but it's still there for us to relearn. Thank you for giving us your words, your book, so we can keep going back and relearning those lessons over and over again. But most of all, God, thank you for life every single day. Thank you for life. So... We are going to read, I had to ask Mick, of course, what was the best passage to read about the birth of Jesus, because it's kind of all over the place, as usual. But the gospel according to Matthew, and... We're going to start with the begats, actually, in here, because that's important, too. Christ. The son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac. Isaac begat Jacob. Jacob begat Judas and his brethren. And Judas begat Pharaohs and Zerah of Thamar. And Pharaohs begat Esram. And Esram begat Aram. And Aram begat... 
Aminadab, and Aminadab begat Nassan, and Nassan begat Salmon, and Salmon begat Boaz of Rechab, and Boaz begat Obed of Ruth, and Obed begat Jesse, and Jesse begat David the king. And David the king begat Solomon of her that had been the wife of Urias. And Solomon begat Robam, and Robam begat Abia, and Abia begat Asa, and Asa begat Josaphat. And Josaphat begat Jeram, and Jeram begat Ozias, and Ozias begat Jotham, and Jotham begat Akaz, and Akaz begat Ezekias, and Ezekias begat Manassas, and Manassas begat Ammon, and Ammon begat Josias, and Josias begat Jochanias and his brethren, about the time they were carried away to Babylon. And after they were brought to Babylon, Jagonias begat Salathiel, and Salathiel begat Zorabel, Zorababel, and Zorababel begat Abiad, and Abiad begat Elikim, and Elikim begat Azor, and Azor begat Sadak, and Sadak begat Akim, and Akim begat Eliad, and Eliad begat Elazar, and Elazar begat Mathen, and Mathen begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Joseph, the husband of Mary of whom was born Jesus, and who was called Christ. So all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations, and from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise, when as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with the child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being just a man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which, being interpreted, is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Chapter 2 Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had privily called the wise men, inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. 
and he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the young child. And when ye have found him, bring me word again, that I may come and worship him also. When they had heard the king, they departed, and lo, the star which they saw in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. And when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. And when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened the treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned of God in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the child, the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt I have called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem and in all coasts thereof from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah there was a voice heard, lamentation and weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted, because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeareth in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. But we had heard, when he had heard that Archelaus did reign in Judea in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither, notwithstanding, being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee, and he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. Hmm. There is another one, isn't there? Matthew. Although you did say that. I mean, uh, Luke. Here we go. No, Luke is the other one. Luke is the other one. Hmm. I think Matthew's is better, but. Okay. So. The Gospel according to Luke. For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth and order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they delivered them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the world, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou might know the certainty of those things, wherein thou hast been instructed. There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias, of the course of Abia, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. And they had no child, because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years. 
And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And there appeared to him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled and fell fear upon him. Fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, and thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God. And he he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And when Zacharias said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? I hate to interrupt you. Yes, you can do. You, can you read that again? Can you read that whole bit that you just met said about the people again? Mm, okay. And I want you all to think about this. Just think about it and apply it to today. Seriously. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth, for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answering unto him, I am Gabriel, that stand in the presence of God, and am sent to speak unto thee, and to show thee glad tidings. And behold, thou shalt be dumb and not able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed, because thou believest not my words, which shall be fulfilled in their season. And the people waited for Zacharias, and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them. And they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house. And after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived and hid herself five months, saying, Thus hath the Lord dealt with me in the days wherein he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. 
and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who is called barren. For with God nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. And Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into a city of Judah and entered into the house of Zecharias and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leapt in her womb and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. And whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in mine ears, the babe leapt in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed. For there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. He hath shown strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seats and exalted them of low degree. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He hath helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spake to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. And Mary abode with her about three months, and returned to her own house. Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered, and she brought forth a son. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had shown great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father. But his mother answered and said, Not so, but he shall be called John. And they said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. And they made signs to his father, How would he have him called? And he asked for a writing table and wrote, saying, His name is John. And they marveled at all. And his mouth was opened immediately, and his tongue loosed, and he spake and praised God. And fear came on all that dwelt round about them. And all these sayings were noised abroad throughout all the hill country of Judea. And all that they had heard them laid up in their hearts, saying, What manner of child shall this be? And the hand of the Lord was with him, and his father Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost, and prophesied, saying, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up an horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David.
And he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant, the oath which he sware to our father Abraham, that he would grant unto us that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies might serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all of the days of our life. And now, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people by the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the way of peace. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit that was in the deserts till the day of his showing unto Israel. Chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one to his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, onto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that, while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them at the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one unto another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all that they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification, according to the law of Moses, were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written 
in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now let us thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there is one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Aser. She was of a great age and had lived with, an hundred, with a husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers day and night. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned unto Galilee, to their own city Nazareth. And the child grew, and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was twelve years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went on a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou dwelt with us? Why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wished ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So, those are the stories of the birth of Jesus Christ. Emmanuel, our Lord and Savior. Hmm. A little different between Matthew and Luke. 
Similar, but different. It's all perception. It's not perception. It's Luke was with Jesus longer. Okay. He heard the story probably more than any of the other disciples. And yet Matthew was his favorite. Yes, but Matthew also was the shortest one that was with him. Yes. Because Matthew didn't pick up with him in Jerusalem when he was riding the donkey into Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. That's when Matthew joined the disciples. Mm -hmm. So. Matthew's very to the point. Luke tells the story. Yes. Well, uh, I think Matthew had the earliest form of Asperger's, so. Well, if you read his book, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's really difficult to read, actually. <laughs> it was the one I hated in religious education because it was like, wait a minute, was he speaking present or past tense? Mm -hmm. Exactly. So... I, uh, I hope we have, we brought some new people in. I kind of went, mm. I had some fun and interesting corrections to make to Cliff High on X yesterday. And I think I, maybe I, got a few people to start questioning, opening their eyes, maybe seeking. So welcome. We're all seeking together. Barreling down this path that God has set for us, looking neither to the right or the left, but just staying straight and focused. Because remember, when the day comes, do not run. Do not panic. Set your feet as a stone, my child, for those who scurry shall surely be consumed. So, with that, I hope you all have a blessed Christmas. Whether or not it's Jesus' birthday, this is the day that we celebrate it. So... We'll find out soon enough when his real birthday is, and then it'll be corrected. But until then, this is what we have. And we'll do our best with it. So I wish you all a happy, safe, and blessed Christmas. Mick and I will be back this afternoon. You're here. At 2 p.m. for True Spiracy. We're going to be playing Christmas movies. Die Hard is El Numero. Of course, so Die Hard is the number one Christmas movie. Die Hard's going first. So. Mm -hmm. Yes, we will be watching Die Hard, which is like the ultimate Christmas movie. It's not the ultimate. It's just a Christmas movie. It and is. I hate people who say that it's not. Mm. Actually, that's funny. Malcolm Flex said that I missed the, the debate on whether or not Die Hard was a Christmas movie this year. And I responded, no, Fox News debated it yesterday morning. I wish I could have missed it. <laughs> Die Hard's a Christmas movie. I don't of care what anybody says. Hey, there's a Christmas tree in almost every scene of Die Hard. It's yes. a Christmas movie. <laughs> and then following along with the mayhem and murder of Christmas, we're going to watch Violent Night. <laughs> why not? Because why not? So. Oh, and then I will be back tomorrow morning as well. 
for the good book, a continuation of um, our normal from the beginning of the Bible going forward. So we'll pick that up tomorrow morning. And uh, at the normal time, I think 8 a.m., because I think 9 o'clock would be too late. The kids are going to be wanting to open what few presents we got them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 8 a.m. tomorrow for the good book. And we are doing a Patriot Party podcast tomorrow night, too, aren't we? Because mm -hmm. we don't take days off around no. here. You know, we enjoy spending our time with y'all. So uh, I don't know what we're going to do, but we'll do something. We'll figure something out. Yeah, absolutely. So we might sit around. We might do a call-in show, actually. I don't know. It's Christmas night. Uh, probably not. We'll probably watch some more movies. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll come up with another idea yeah. for tomorrow. And I don't know what time it's going to be there because we're supposed to go to my parents for dinner tomorrow. So we might do an early show. Might we, do an early afternoon show. Yeah. Might do an early afternoon show. Like tomorrow. two o'clock normal, like Sunday time. Exactly. So. Yeah. Either way. Okay. So I hope you all have a very safe and Merry Christmas. And. God bless. God bless you. We'll see you all later. And this, by the way, is my favorite Christmas song. So here you'll go. Enjoy this. Thank you.